1: Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast. How are we doing today, Travis? I'm doing good. Who do we got in here today? We have Daniel Zam. Did I say the last name right?
0: Zam. Zam, Daniel or Dan? Uh Dan. Dan, what would
2: you do before trucking? Uh, I was I was a utility locator.
1: Um, a what, is company? A, what is a utility locator? Uh, they,
2: all those annoying
1: flags the, the you bathroom's see in the ground. are over there? All those annoying flags you see in the ground. Digger's hotline. So gas lines, electric lines, cable lines. Uh, so you're the guy that we got on the phone when we called the Digger's hotline. Yep, yeah, there you go. So okay. Could have used you a while back. Anyways. <laughs> prior,
2: prior to that, I did roofing sales for nine years, so... Uh, it's nice to be on solid ground right now and not climbing ladders.
0: Well, solid ground, not only literal ground, but yeah. uh, it's a good industry to be in stable work oh, yeah. always stuff to move.
2: Oh yeah it was uh, it was a tough job uh, it was it was a commission only job, so if if I didn't hustle,
1: I didn't eat so uh, so I kind of like that as- aspect. So what made you look at trucking I mean there's obviously other options out there what made you look at trucking uh, I've always wanted to be in trucking back uh, back when
2: I was in my 20s uh, 20 years ago I uh, always wanted to be in trucking and uh, always got stage fright when I thought about getting out and get on the road and uh, being by yourself and kind of living out on the road so uh, I never really pursued it. But I always always just wanted to be in a big truck and I would see a truck on the highway and you know, I'd tap my girlfriend on the shoulder and be like, Oh, look at that truck. That truck is sweet, you know. And uh I just I just finally
1: lifted the curtain and uh walked out on stage and Fantastic, pursued. Man. I'm a little older than you are. Um my reason for getting into trucking is rather embarrassing. Yeah. This uh, TV show called Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> I thought it would be an adventure. It's not nearly as much fun as that movie made it out to be. <laughs> However, I did it for 30 years before I started working in the office, and it, it, it made me a good living. Yeah. So. Why rail? What caught your attention about rail? Uh, number one would be,
2: so when I was looking for, uh, when I decided, hey, I wanted to do some trucking, Uh, I just typed in the Google, uh, you know, safe trucking companies, paid training, and the number one thing that came up was rail. So I kind of got on on their website and just uh, researched it, watched some videos on YouTube, and just tried to get a feel. And uh, safety was their main, uh, I guess you could say, their attribute to uh, what made them, a great company and so I uh, pursued rail and uh, filled out some forms online and a recruiter
1: called me within two days and the rest is history so. safety is their cornerstone value they say that every day here our and, and you're right I should say our shouldn't I safety is our cornerstone value yeah and they you will hear that multiple times a day here. You'll see it in all the corners on the signs. Every room you go into has the billboard, you know, with the brick foundation, you know, and safety's always there at the cornerstone. One of the things that I like is, um, the weather, right? Snows, rains, drivers are from different parts of the country, right? I grew up here in Wisconsin. I'm pretty comfortable driving in the snow. Yeah. Guy from Georgia, not so much. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's going to argue with the guy from Georgia when he calls in and says, "I don't feel safe." Yeah. Shut it down. We'll reschedule the appointment. Yeah. Okay. This is that's, that's one of the things that I admire here. There's nobody forcing anybody to drive when they're not comfortable. You yep. know. So. And I, I've I've shut down twice now in the past. Uh,
2: I don't know month, month and a half, and each time they were just. You know, it takes when you're making that initial phone call. Maybe I maybe I had a little uh, anxiety, but then when you talk to somebody and they say, "Hey, great job! Uh, way to way to play it safe!" and just, "Hey, let us know when you're going to go back on the road," uh, that releases a lot of pressure off off your chest to know that that company is behind you to say, "Hey, good job for pulling off." That's that's
1: a great feeling, for sure. So recruiter called you back what were the next steps uh t- you know there's we a kinda, we kind of want to go through your experience here up to now i mean yeah. you're, a, you're a brand new driver so we kind of want to we want we want to let everybody out there understand what the steps will be when they decide to come to rail yep so you're gonna you know they're gonna i believe the apps 10th street yep that's right
2: uh street uh, they're going to upload a, a bunch of tasks that they want you uh, to complete, which would be uh medical exam, uh, drug test, getting your, uh, your uh, permit for trucking. CLP, the Commercial Learner's Permit. Yep, yep. Um, and just, you know, they want you to complete all these tasks in a timely manner so they can get you up and rolling because you're not the only one uh, essentially uh, – getting recruited. So, um, just did some studying on the learner's permit, got a book from the local DMV, studied a little bit, uh, took tests, got my medical.
1: That's just a written test, right? The learner's permit?
2: It's, yeah, it's actually on a computer. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did find out that, um, so Rail has, you know, their YouTube channel where they'll talk about general knowledge or Air brakes, and I was watching a lot of that And when I was a utility locator I would just play those YouTube videos through my phone on the Bluetooth and I would just listen and listen and listen That's one way I kind of studied and then uh, you go into the the DMV and it's on a computer Uh, most of its multiple choice and You uh, can only miss, you know, each part is a different um, different what you can miss so general knowledge I think you can miss 11 and air brakes. you can only miss uh, 6 or something like that so past that and uh, you know got the clearance from the doctor and uh, talked to my recruiter Chastity uh, at least three times a week and that, that just made a tense situation comfortable
1: okay Uh then they uh, they brought you to which terminal for the g-y-c-d-l appleton Appleton. Appleton? yep okay so they provided transportation to appleton they got you to appleton they put you up in a hotel room um i'm gonna kind of let the cat out of the bag you have a youtube channel yes and (laughs) that's more or less the reason why we why we brought you in here today you caught our attention with the YouTube channel okay? okay and I remember distinctly watching one of those videos while you were in the hotel room and telling everybody about your experiences you had had a bad day oh yeah um, and I, I really like how you focused your energy to tomorrow's a better day that kind of thing and you I guess you had some kind of a group event going on that night where you were all getting together to study a little bit. So yep, yep. I thought that was really cool. So they put you up there, put you up there, and then you went through the training, through the GYCDL. Tell us a little bit about that. How did that go? Uh, I mean, hats off to Appleton. There's there's
2: great trainers out there. Uh, my trainer in particular was Donovan. And uh, we got a little bit of Preston in there also. He's a trainer, and those guys are um, different different uh, teaching methods. but both straight shooters. They want to see you succeed. The whole apple ter- terminal down to uh, you know the custodian that mops the floor. I mean everybody is telling you good luck, and they just they want you to succeed and uh, get that CDL. So very nice. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. I've been I was in Appleton the past two nights so I got the I got to see those trainers and they're all like, you know, glad you're doing good and It's always cool to go back and see the people yeah. that you
1: went. I told
2: I told my fleet manager I said I I would like to go back to Appleton just so I can thank them again because it's mm-hmm. it's truly uh, their leadership and their guidance that put me in that truck. Uh, I couldn't have done it without them. I couldn't have done it without rail, without my recruiter. So there's definitely a lot of people here that are, are cheering you on. They want to see you pass that test.
1: You got your CDL, then you went out with an over-the-road trainer. Yes. Okay, how did that go? Very good. I had, a, uh,
2: I had an awesome trainer, uh, Michael Ors. I think I'm saying that correctly. He was uh, an owner op, and um, I mean he was, he was a very very humble guy. He, uh, he knew what he was doing. He was all about safety. Um, there's a one one time when we were heading out to Utah, and we were stuck in Nebraska for three days because I-80 was shut down. But just overall great training. Um, really showed me the real way, and that's that's what I wanted
1: to learn. So. Fantastic, so you got to go out to Utah already, huh? Yeah, yeah. How'd you like that trip? Uh, Besides sitting in the snow for three days. Yeah, yeah. there's, uh, you know, the mountains are a lot different uh, out
2: there. I've never been out west. I've, I've been to Vegas, but uh, probably, never probably flew in. Yeah, flew in. Never never drove. So it was when he when he was driving at one point. I mean, I probably took seventy five pictures of just you know the scenery. <laughs> so that was. That was awesome. Uh, really enjoyed my
1: time with mm-hmm. him. So you were out with him for close to a month. month? Yeah. Okay. I did see one of your YouTube videos from his truck. You yeah. Were, you were show, You were demonstrating the bunk up there. And yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: Where do people find you on YouTube, just since we've been mentioning the YouTube channel?
2: Yeah, so uh, my YouTube handle is HOF uh reefer r-e-e-f-e-r and uh i got the got the name from i'm from canton ohio and we have the pro football hall of fame so i figured hall of fame reefer uh would be a good fit for me so uh, that's where you can find me i have um my journey from from the beginning to yesterday so it's uh updated when i got time and i like to uh you can tell by the comments on there a lot of people are asking good solid questions just about the school and yes they are uh, about the life and I like to
1: be that source for them so yeah so now you are finished with phase two which is your over the road training with uh, another driver mm-hmm. yep phase three becomes when you go out solo yep how has that been going so far
2: uh, it's been going good. Uh, There there are intimidating moments uh, where you're, um, you know, you're pulling up to a a shipper and you don't know what door to go in and maybe you're holding up traffic. So all that that stuff can be a little intimidating at first, but it does get better. Uh, Every customer I've come in contact with, I always ask them what their name is. I'm Dan. um, I try to shake their hand and, you know, I feel like if you show that respect to a customer, they're more than likely to open up to you
1: and make you feel comfortable in a intimidating situation. So Absolutely, one hundred percent. It don't matter how many millions of miles you got under your belt. If you're going someplace you've never been before, you don't know which driveway to pull in. Um, you don't know exactly where you're going. No, yep. it's it's always a little nerve wracking. Obviously, the thing there's things you can do to alleviate that a little bit you know you got all this modern technology oh yeah we can get a satellite view of the place we can get a street view of the place we know what the building looks like before we get there obviously we can call the customer you know yep all those things to do ahead of time yeah part of your trip planning it always it it helps alleviate some of the nerves you know Yep. that is huge trip planning is uh it
2: wasn't one of my strong points and had a little uh Uh, little meeting yesterday when I was in Appleton with Preston and kind of went over it with me again and it it did help uh, relieve some of that tension I had with uh, trip planning so um, like Jason said there's you know Google Maps and you can you can see uh, you know aerial view of that building and where's all those semi trailers well that's probably your entrance and I mean there's there's a lot to it, but uh, the team at Rails just, like I said, from the beginning, they're here to make you or help you succeed. So it is, it is a great feeling to know you're not alone, even though you are. So how long have you been <laughs> in phase three now?
1: Uh, I think it's going on, a month, going on a month, possibly, maybe a little longer. So you should be getting pretty close to being done with it then, right? Pretty
0: soon. You glad you made the decision? to get into this
1: yeah
2: I am uh like I said I've wanted to do this forever it was about three years ago I did contact rail and uh I contacted some other ones too through that 10th street app and uh I guess I wasn't ready at that point because you know I got that stage right and I remember rail calling and calling and emailing and I was just like I was scared I mean to be honest I was I was scared so I just never pursued it and then um, I just recently had my first daughter, uh, she's seven months old and you know what, I just want to give, I want to give her a life I didn't have. And I felt like, you know, at the moment right now, trucking could probably help me get there financially. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's why I'm here.
0: How's home time been
2: for you? Getting home and good quality home time? Yeah, good quality home time. Uh, like Jason said, technology's great, so I get to FaceTime uh, my girlfriend and see the baby. Uh, she just got her first tooth, so I'm sure mom's having trouble with that. But uh, go home and you know relax and help out, and st- you know it's still still have to be a father when I go home. It's not you know lay in bed for four days. I still have to go home, maintain the home. And I decided to stay out a little longer this time because uh, I do have two step boys, but I do call my boys. So my my son's gonna be five next Thursday. So I did stay out longer this time so I could have uh, next week off, uh, next weekend off so I could celebrate his birthday. So again, the fleet managers and rail, uh, you know, hey, I got my son's birthday coming up, kind of stay out longer, and that, was, that wasn't that was an issue. They, no problem. No problem at all. So
0: <laughs> I want to go back a little bit uh, to you and the recruiter, the driver recruiter. Did everything that driver recruiter told you match up with how things are still to this day?
2: Absolutely 110%. Uh, Everything that rail or my recruiter or my fleet manager or maintenance or anybody who told me, trainers, they, they stuck to it. They kept their word. Uh, if I needed a rental car to get home, I had a rental car. If I needed um, a hotel or, you know, I mean, everything they told you, they're loyal uh, until that task was accomplished. So uh, I never, I never worried about anything that somebody told me because their word was on point so it was it was great
0: we're here to make life better right yes not make it worse yep so we're safe uh we mean business we you know get to the business and do it well we know how to train we know how to support rail knows how to do this business and we really well like better than most Yep. and uh we have that uh small company family owned feel but yet we have the trucks uh available for people to get into and drive
2: yeah and i think every everybody feeds off of that safety cuz even when uh you know i'm out on the road driving you you pass other rail drivers and no one's speeding no one's uh you know blowing blown by cars that are no one's pulled off to the side of the road with their hazards on or you don't see them littering or uh, you know anything like that so i feel like that that whole concept of rail, it really does just fall in line with everybody. Whether you're a driver or maintenance or fleet manager or whatever, so
0: how's maintenance been? Have you ever had any experiences where you've had to deal with maintenance, and how's that been?
2: Yeah, I mean everybody's just been absolutely phenomenal. Um, I've had a couple issues. My truck that I have now was a recovered truck. And when I took it back to Gary, uh, from Dayton, I mean they just they handled it like I just bought it from. Them. So uh, they they also uh, follow that safety concept because they want to maintain that truck to make sure you're safe out there on the road. So uh, and moving and making money. And yep, exactly. So they uh, they take they take care of you. They took care of me. And uh, again, I'm I'm grateful for every aspect of every person I've met so far here at Rail. I hope all of
0: our drivers out there are listening and really take to heart, you know, the safety and the values and, uh, you know, don't be that driver doing that not good stuff out there, right? Yeah. Because that's not us.
2: Yep, that's not. And people people remember, I mean, big, beautiful red trucks with uh, with the logo on the side. If, if you do something, you're not supposed to. Uh, you know in today's world, you're gonna hear about it somewhere, so it's always good to just keep that image clean and uh, allow people to see rail for what they are, and that's just like uh, a safe safe driving company. and we a put a lot company.
0: of we put a lot of trust in people to ha- give them that name to use, right yep. to have on their truck and drive. So like we, we count on those people our people to do the right thing. Yep. So I mean they could do whatever they want to do. We they you know we count on them and trust them to do the right thing. We give them all we can. We do all we can do to make sure that they do the right thing. But at the end it's on them to do the right thing. Right.
1: Yep. You, Absolutely. You are the last point of contact for our customers. Yep. So when we are at a customer, they see you. You are rail. Okay. You made, you made a point earlier that, you know, treat the customers with respect and they'll treat you with respect. You know, that's, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Professional, yeah. And customers and others on the road, like we were just saying. Mm, so absolutely. Like, you know, treat, treat the customers well, you know, have good relationships with them, treat other people well. It just makes everything go nicely.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, enough about rail okay <laughs> let's get to know Daniel a little bit what does Daniel do in his off time when he's not chasing around kids and stuff uh obviously chasing around kids and stuff is the most important thing yeah yeah, yeah I else? don't mind that there's, at all. there's gotta be other things that you enjoy doing though right yeah so I've lived in Ohio my whole life um
2: I was I grew up in the city most of my life and just recently me and my girlfriend moved out to the country um uh, it is kind of connected to her, uh, it is connected to her family's farm, which is about 180 acres. So from city life to the wooded life, uh, I like to hunt. We ride four wheelers, uh, shoot guns. And, uh, I, mean, I could hang out it. with this guy. It's, <laughs> all about, it's all about family out there. So uh, her parents live through the woods and it's just, uh, it's a small street in a valley in the woods and we have two neighbors and uh i just like to be outside any kind of uh maybe uh refurbishing furniture or there's a hobby yeah the sanding part's never fun but uh the finished products is depends on the
0: tools maybe yeah
2: if you got some nice tools (laughs) it's not so bad
1: it's uh it's good i just I, i like to be outside I have proved over and over and over that I am not a woodworker. Yeah, I'm not either. It's just uh, I think it's. I built one cabinet that holds up my fish tank, and yeah. it's it's functional and it's solid, but it's not pretty. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't, don't want to build anything. I, I want to just refurbish the stuff
2: that's already been built. So right on, right on. But uh, that's it. I mean, we uh, we watch a lot of movies, and um, what kind of movies you into. We are a Marvel family, Uh-oh. so didn't you have a whole discussion on that? <laughs> I was involved with that.
0: I'm not a big Marvel guy, but no. I was
2: caught in the crossfire. Yes, yeah, I was like, "What's happening here? I have no we're idea." We're a what's Marvel family,
1: so we watch a lot of Marvel movies. We um, had we had Steve from our night crew in here, or I didn't. Uh, that Michael and Travis had Steve from the night crew. And I was listening to that episode, and they got talking Marvel versus DC, and you could just hear Travis in the background going, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that stuff. I don't know anything about it. But it's uh, it, the either.
0: computer graphics and
2: all that stuff. That's Yeah, cool. it's uh, just... Yeah, it's... I can appreciate that you know, stuff. It's fantasy, it's right? It's... Mm-hmm. None of those things exist. So. Well, there's still
0: some realism to it, you know, like the... Uh, kind of like the savior thing and like humanity yeah. going into darkness and the evil yeah. good, and, you know, saving
2: like, people from the bad people. So. I mean, it's
0: kind of, it's all relative to real. Yeah.
2: It's, uh, it's, it's good stuff. So last year we, we have all the Marvel movies. So last year during the winter, uh, when the boys didn't have school, uh, from, a Monday to a Monday, we ended up watching 22 in a row. So oh, yeah. one Saturday, we watched five movies in a row. Was, that's all we did from the time we woke
1: up to at night. So. Have you ever been to, like, Comic-Con or anything like that? Never.
0: There you go, future trip. No. There oh, you, you go. Bring the boys bring, bring the kids. Bring the
1: kids, go to Comic-Con. You never know. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I've I've been once. I was in Salt Lake City when i was i was visiting some friends there i was doing a 34-hour reset in salt lake city and i have friends that live there and they said well we got tickets to go to comic-con you want to go and i'm like i don't really know what that is but sure yeah you know i just want to hang out with you guys and i got there and it was the best time i've ever had in my life really i don't i don't know half of these characters yeah you know um i got to meet hercules (laughs) <laughs> the guy that plays Hercules. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know his name, but, but the guy that played Hercules on all those TV shows. I'm like, I, I know the guy. It was fantastic. Everybody's in costumes. Everybody was dressed up. and They were all having a great time, and I was a little confused, but I was enjoying myself immensely. So yeah. That's something you know. If you guys are a big Marvel family, your, your kids would enjoy the heck out of it. We go to comic book uh, shows
2: sometimes, so mm-hmm. uh, the, the boys like to. Uh, I took them to a uh, free comic book day last year, and they got to pick out five issues of whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. Got to love that. And they loved – I mean, they absolutely loved it. So uh, we collect comic books, watch Marvel movies. Shoot some guns. Shoot some guns. ride some four-wheelers. Fish. Um, play in the cricks. Get muddy. I mean, that's – And you – on the farm, so you guys have a garden and everything? Do a lot of your own – I food? have a garden. Uh yeah and the farm is it's strictly just beans or corn that alternate each year, so yeah the farm used to be a little bit of cattle and crops, and now the it's strictly just crops uh but I myself do have a garden I like gardening and compost nice. piles and uh recycling, you know all that stuff but it is what it is self sufficient
1: yeah, for sure. I grew up on a dairy farm. You're probably better off without the cattle. Yeah, <laughs> we want to get some chickens and some uh, some ducks. They got egg laying ducks. Eggs so.
0: are good. So. Well, Jason, we got to get this wrapped up. You want to ask him the question, the dinner
1: question? Sure, sure. If you were to have a dinner party, you could invite any three people living or not living. Who would those three people be?
2: Uh. I would say my grandfather. He is deceased. He was my role model. He was my father figure growing up. I miss him. That'd be number one. Two. Uh, how about Denzel Washington? He's a, he's a great actor. I love his movies. And then uh, three, because my girlfriend's listening. My girlfriend. There you uh, go. He makes us look bad with our decisions. Yeah, See, we, the thing
0: is, is we, we pick people. Now. See, we're always with our. I'm always with my wife. Yeah. You can probably say the same. You married, right, Jason? Yeah. You're always with your wife. You, you don't need to invite her to this dinner party. Let's do something. Yeah. So uh, that's 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 where my thought was. Yeah. So just for everybody listening out there. But yeah, Daniel just Very got nice. us in trouble, didn't yes. he? I think I fixed it a little bit. <laughs> I
2: almost got in trouble if I wouldn't have said girlfriends. And
0: those of you out there that want to know who Jason and I selected as our dinner party guests, you can go and listen to the Jessica Johnson podcast from a couple weeks ago. And uh, you'll find out there. Well, Jason, we all got to get back to work. So let's wrap this up. Close it off.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Keep the shiny side up and the dirty side down and be safe out there.
0: Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, take care. Thanks. Thanks for listening. All right. Good. That's good. Good. Wait, 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 hold on a moment. I forgot to mention that we have a golf outing coming up on June 24th, 2023 in Marshfield, Wisconsin at the River Edge Golf Course. It's a four-person scramble, $300 registration fee per team, and you can get registered by calling Kurt at 715 660-1374 or give Kurt a text at that number. So if you're interested, get a hold of Kurt, let him know, pay your fee and get in on the fun for a good cause. As always, thanks for listening.